1: All right, on this uh, Cinco de Mayo, on this uh, May 5th, we come to you, as always, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Uh, Tonight's game is, as you just heard, Jeter's 3,000 hit game. Remember it well. Hot. And I mean hot, because I brought both my boys to that game. And he had a great game, but boy, it was a blazing hot day in the sun. I remember it uh, very, very well. Uh, and uh, right from the get-go, he had a great game. Uh, so that is tonight's uh, ball game. So one that Jeter fans will remember forever. So uh, another game to reminisce about. I know you want to get to some regular baseball. Hopefully before too long that will be the case. A uh, couple of things here, number one. Um, Some of it revolving around the Jets. And a little of it head-scratching. I don't get gore. I mean, the last thing you want to do, I mean, they already have a back who's making a lot of money who they, I guarantee you're scratching their head about a little bit. And now they're going to get gore? Boy, where to get younger in the backfield. I mean, uh, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I mean, to have both of them makes no sense. Um, that's a puzzling move uh, on any level. Now, Gore's a, a good guy to have in your locker room. Been a consummate pro. I'm not saying that for one second. But what sense does it make? It makes absolutely none. Uh, nunwa has gone again. He's going to miss the whole next season. Too bad for him. That's a promising player. Um, So, uh, you know, you would have liked to have seen him. He's a guy who was an interesting matchup for people, but uh, will not be ready to play and will miss the year. So the injury uh, problems continue for him. So uh, that hurts, no question. Uh, And someone called yesterday and asked about... uh, sign in Logan Ryan and or sign a clowney. Now, you could use both players. The just need more of a pure cover corner, but Ryan's a guy who is a very talented player, won't come cheap. It's kinda like a Swiss army knife kind of guy, you know, does a little bit of everything. I mean does everything, as you know. Played nickel mostly last year. That's the main main job, but can do pretty much everything. Not a classic cover corner, but I mean he can also play near the line of scrimmage. He can sack guys. I mean he can, and he's a bit of a ball hawk. I Man, so I mean uh, I don't know where he's going. I guess he's looking for a home. Uh, but if it had to be one or the other, and I didn't have money for both. I think they need Clowney more myself. If they can get him, he's not going to come cheap though. You know that under any circumstances, and he's a little bit of you know, there's some baggage there where he will give you the great game and then he will give you the game that you're like, wow, I would have thought he would have addressed this week. And he'll sit out that game. And you'll be like, why did he sit out that game? And then next week he'll go up there and he'll play better than anybody in the league. And you'll be like, where did that come from? And that's what you live with. That's pretty much what you've lived with. He has top-of-the-league talent. He's just not a very consist- He's not a very consistent performer. That's just not who he is. And I doubt he will become one now. He's never been one. I don't think you're not gonna become one at this stage. So um there's a lot of things they have to do, a lot of things they still have to do. Uh but I don't get the Gore thing at all. That that doesn't make any sense to me, even a little bit. They just drafted their running back, that's fine. Um I don't know what the plans are. I don't know where Powell is. The Powell, I don't know if Powell signed anywhere or where Powell is right now. Uh, I always like uh, Bilal Powell. I've always thought he's been highly productive and uh, never given enough of t- uh, enough time himself. Um, I think he's a free agent right now. I believe. I don't know if he's coming back. He's probably not. But uh, and I don't think I don't. If he signed somewhere, it evaded me. I have to look. But uh, I've always liked him. Uh, Gore doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless you're getting rid of uh, unless you're getting rid of Bell. Um, the Patino Iona thing. Now, if you're an anti-Patino guy, you're gonna say, "See, Iona, I told you so." And it's it's somewhat fair. You want to say Iona could have done more due diligence? Did they know this was hanging out there? I don't know if they knew there was something open or not. I'm not sure if they did or they didn't. I, I I honestly didn't follow it that closely where I knew what was still open or not open. Um, what can happen now is uh, the sanction he can receive, my understanding is it can be he can defend himself or he can be defended, but you know they're going to be harsh on him. And I think there's three levels of suspension that he could carry into Iona, which would be, I believe, the maximum would be half a season. I think it's five games, 10 games, and half a season, or it might be five games, 10 games, and 15. I have to go back and look. But I think there's three levels to it, and I think he's level two. So I think he might be looking at 10 games if, it, if he gets hit with the maximum. I believe that's where he is. I think his was number two out of, out of the three levels of it. Um, but he could sit some games. And Iona's going to defend him now because if you went down the road here, you brought him in, he's already had a very good recruiting class, which you knew he would. All right, He's already recruited, I believe, one really good player. And he's going to have a good recruiting class. He's going to have a good team. The guy is a great coach. Um, so... Sounds like he could wind up, and I would think the league would do everything they could to to hit him. I I gather he could he could sit some games. Okay, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I think I, I I think the max. Um, uh, could be ten. I think the max for what he did, I think is ten games. But I'd have to go back and look for sure. But I there it's not like he could be. Uh, you know, it's not like he could be... He can't get out in any trouble. There's nothing that carries forward from that standpoint. He can have his... He can appeal it. Now, again, that doesn't mean it's going to be lessened. It probably isn't going to be lessened. And uh, I think he's probably going to get some... He's probably going to have to sit out some games. I would think probably somewhere about either 5 or 10, I would think. You know, so... Uh, and do they have a little, uh, does I, I want to have a little egg on its face? Yeah, it does. But if you want to attack Iona, that's fine. Iona's got to deal with, listen, they didn't bring a choir boy in here. They brought a great coach who's had a checkered past. So the bottom line is they're going to now live with what they did. Take the hits. They're not going to like the stories that condemn them. They should have known better. They should have done more diligence, blah, 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 blah. You know, they look what they did. They sold their souls or whatever the stories. I didn't read them today, but I'm sure that's what they're saying. Um, They'll have to live with that because they're too far down the road. Now, you don't cut bait now. You knew this was an issue, you knew there was some level uh, that you could get hit with. You knew there was an open end to this still. Now, again, I'm not sure what exactly they knew the severity of it was because I sure didn't because I didn't pay enough attention to it, but they, I didn't hire him either. They did. So they probably knew. They probably knew here's the worst that can happen. We'll live through that. He's already had, like we said, a very good recruiting class. They're going to do very well. Now, they've always done very well. Timmy did a great job there. Can he take him to another level? He could. This is an all-time coach. He's one of the, This is one of the best college basketball coaches ever. That's what he is. He's, a, he's one of the best ever. So he will take them. Now, it's not like they're going to be you know a top 10 program every year. That's not going to happen. They're not going to get those players there. But they could have a very good program there. They could be a top 25 program every year with him there. Absolutely. Without any question. He'd get those kind of players there. Because of the style he plays and the attention they'll get and where they would play in New York and everything else. And he'll get them booked into the right buildings and it'll, it'll work out. But they have to live through some of this first. And this is the bad part. They probably they probably got the worst outcome they could have gotten. But the NCAA was looking to get them. You know that. If they could get him, they were going to get him. And they, and they definitely, you know, laid a glove on him, which they were trying to do. Back after this. All right, Patino was given the uh, second most severe, a grade two, uh, for failing to promote an atmosphere of compliance. And it could result with him either serving one or two ways at Iona. He could miss games, he could be suspended for games, or he could be restricted In recruiting. Now he's already had a huge recruiting class. Uh, Here was his comment I firmly disagree with the allegations, as you would expect, and will follow the protocols in addressing this allegation through the administrative process. Okay. Uh, Due to the NSA's bylaws, I will have no further comment on this matter until it's resolved. Now, I could tell you the odds on him getting it knocked down, they can't stand them. So they're not knocking it down. Whatever they can give them, they're going to give them. Any way they can embarrass them, they're going to embarrass them. Okay. Iona knew there was a chance. They knew there was an open allegation. They knew there was a chance he could get hit this way. They ran the risk of what's the worst that could happen, which would probably be a suspension of anywhere, say, from 5 to 10 games. I don't even know if they can give him 10. I'd have to go look at the bylaws to see if they can give him 10 or not. All right? Um... It would be one and done. He didn't do anything at Iona. Iona just says, hey, we did our due diligence. We thought everything was okay. You're talking about compliance here. They didn't hit him with the highest level penalty. You know they would have if they could have. They didn't. They hit him with a grade two. So it allows them to ruffle his feathers a little bit and give Iona a little nudge. Iona will say we're sticking by our guy because you and they already have because there's no way they're going to bail on a guy for that it's not happening they wouldn't hide him then. if they were if they were afraid of this, you know the schools that didn't go near him in the last two years were didn't want to deal with this they didn't want a headline that said, "What are you doing hiring patino kind of thing as long as you take that one day, then all of a sudden you take the fact that he's had a tremendous recruiting class already including, I uh, gather, now I don't follow recruiting, but from what I gather, he, he's got really a terrific player coming into the school, from what I understand. So, and I'm sure he's a god. I mean, I would. I, first of all, who has big men anymore anyway? So I'm sure he's a god. Uh, but uh suppose he's got a very, uh, uh, so, you know, he's got a very talented recruiting class. They're going to win. That's all there is to it. Listen, Clues always won. Kloos basically averaged 25 wins a game there. Uh, 25 wins a season there. He won 20 games every year there. He went to the tournament almost every year there. So, Patino is going to do the same thing. They're going to win there. He might even put him a little more centrally on the map than Timmy did. And Timmy did a great job there. I mean, Timmy was a wonderful coach. He's been a wonderful coach in his life, and we wish Timmy well. And I would have been happy with Tim forever. You know, Tim got sick. Uh, so... um and they went out and they gave Rick a chance. So you knew they could deal with a little bit of the baggage and they're going to deal with that now. And then they're going to smile all the way to a good season. And, hey, if you were that afraid of getting your feathers r- ruffled, you wouldn't have hired Patino because you knew it came with the, ter- with the territory. So you had to know that that could happen. Now it's over with. It happened. It's not going to be anything earth-shattering. They didn't hit him with a number one. They basically said, you're the head coach. You're supposed to know what's going on in the program, and that's very fair. Listen, a head coach can never, ever, in my book, run away from anything that happens at the program. He's in charge. Whatever his assistants do, that's on his watch. He's responsible, and he's responsible for anything that happens in that program Whenever he's not there, he's still responsible. That's his program. If he doesn't like it, get rid of the people doing it. That's all there is to it. So the idea of people doing stuff behind your back is very hard to ever digest. But remember, th- it's not any different than anything else. You always put layers of people so that you have deniability. It's always that way in every business. Oh, I didn't know what they were doing. I mean, I always think I was there every day, every minute of the day. I mean, come on, come on. So, Hey. It's not a pretty game. Let's be honest. College basketball is a dirty game now because recruiting is so fierce. And these guys all want to win. They don't give coaches big contracts who lose and graduate their players. You know, if they did that, those are the guys that would be lauded and they'd get the, all the money and all the security. The security and, and the contracts and the sneaker deals go to the guys who win, just like everything else in life. It's about winning. And, you know, like I said, getting players, especially in places like Iona or any place really, is hard. It's really hard. There's a great competition for all these players. But who knows when college basketball is going to be back? Who knows when college football is going to be back? Who knows when anything's going to be back? Because every day we just uh, seem to just get up and just deal with more uncertainty. So I don't know. We're going to wait and see. That's why tonight they have Gita's game. And uh, Susan and John have Joe Torres. He can hear Joe reminisce. And I'm sure they got some Gita sound bites. And Gita had a big game. I remember it well. I took my boys to the game. And I remember, boy, I remember it was hot as. I remember because they were going crazy because we were sitting. In the sun. All seats were in the sun on day games. And they were like, Dad, it's like 1,000 degrees here. And it was. It was one of those days where it was just roasting. It, but it was an incredibly impressive performance. Uh, and he, like he usually did, he uh, rose to the occasion, you know, as he uh, seemed to do so many times in his career. So you get another game, and like I said, maybe before too long, you'll have a real game to sink your teeth into. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Hey, if things can somehow break right, you're going to have plenty of sports. I know it's not. Mo- it's been 50-something days, and you haven't seen a game, and they've already canceled a whole lot of stuff. They've already canceled Jeter's Hall of Fame this summer. They've already canceled Saratoga. We've already lived through the canceling, uh, not the the canceling, the postponing, pushing back the Masters. Hopefully they do play it in November. Pushing back the Derby, hopefully they'll conduct that on uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, Hopefully all these events don't get canceled again. Hopefully we do get some, you know, hopefully we get to see LeBron James play in the playoffs this year. And hopefully we get to see this Yankee team, which has so much talent this year, uh, get to try and win a championship. And hopefully, we get to see an NFL season, you know, next year. Whether it's you know Tom Brady and Gronkowski that are going to excite you in a new spot, or whatever it may be that gets you excited about the NFL. Although I think there's a very good chance the NFL schedule will come out this week, and it will say that the league will begin in early September and that the Super Bowl will be February seventh in Tampa. But they already have other plans that would begin the season. In the middle of October and the Super Bowl would be the I believe the twenty seventh. I believe that would be the date in February where it would be played. The last Sunday in February, which would be the twenty seventh, I believe, of February, would be Super Sunday in uh in Tampa. Now all these seasons, if they do get on the way here, are going to push next season's back. We can all live with that. So, But what that's telling you already is it's going to be a minimum of two years before sports as we know it will have a a sense of normalcy. That's the best we can do is two years. When you put it in that kind of perspective, it's kind of eerie that Right now we're sitting here on this 5th of May not knowing what's going to happen and when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen and knowing that already there are alternate plans to next season in the NBA. There are already alternate plans to next year's NBA season. There's talk of the college football season maybe starting in January and being played into March and April. Remember, college football is big business. It's a billion-dollar industry. Billion with a B. It is one of the most lucrative TV packages there is there is, is college uh, football. It's enormously successful. Generates incredible ratings, incredible income. And something like the uh, NFL Network, I mean the uh, Big Ten Network, does incredibly well. I mean, it's become a standard at a a very, you know, young age, a standard on television. So you're talking about, you know, phenomenal amounts of money. The sports has already, if you count youth sports, there has already been disruptions in sports over $150 billion worth already. And we're only in May. Counting either events that have been canceled, seasons that have been canceled, or events that have been moved. Now, we don't know if they'll be played or not, and that money would come off those books. But if you count it being touched in one way or the other, either disrupted, rescheduled, postponed, move, and count youth sports and count everybody who does anything in sports, you're talking about over $100 billion already. That's an incredible amount of money. And that's the tip of the iceberg when you count the entire economy. Then the number you're talking about is in the trillions. So Jeter's 3,000th game. Joe Torre to revisit it with Susan and John. Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program brought to you by those who drink it on the Cinco de Mayo. Uh, We will see you tomorrow. Be safe. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?